You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope your employment rights are top of your agenda as the government continues to discuss whether you have too many of them. This week, we want to delve into the thorny issue of overpayment of wages and what your employment rights are if this happens to you. And this topic comes after we received an inquiry from an employee who has been overpaid for four years and has been asked to repay the money even though he knew nothing about the overpayment and feels that the overpayment is the fault of his employer. Now, surprisingly, overpayments of wages to employees and workers is much more common than you might at first think. And that's probably why the law in employment rights and the right of the employer to make deductions from your wages is on the side of the employer. And if the employer doesn't have the right contained within employment rights to make that deduction, the employer can use your contract of employment to reclaim the money from you using your own contract of employment, but only if there is a right to deduct clause in your contract. So what are the areas that an employer might seek to recover overpayments? It usually occurs in areas like holiday pay, where perhaps you've been paid for more holidays than you're entitled to, or it can occur during overpayments for overtime and time off in lieu, and also sometimes salary sacrifices, which is when you sell your holidays back to your employer, and also during variations of contracts. These are some of the areas where you're likely to find that overpayments are likely to happen. The employee who contacted us was particularly upset because he had actually changed jobs. And in the changing of jobs, he had taken a little bit of a sideways move for a slightly lower salary. And what happened was that he continued to be paid at his normal salary different job, different salary, but he was paid at the same salary, even though he was given a new job description. And that overpayment went on for four years. Now, the employee felt that that overpayment was the employer's mistake, and therefore it should have been swallowed by the employer, because it was the employer who let the overpayment go on for so long. And we do have some sympathies with this position. However, we had to explain to the employee that the law is not on his side on this matter. And also that four years is actually not long at all compared to the 10 years an employee who was overpaid by her employer had to manage an overpayment. The employee had gone on maternity leave and when she came back to work, she came back on reduced hours. And in 2020, just by some happenstance, 
when she was asked for a copy of her payslip, the person looking at the payslip realised that there seemed to be a discrepancy. And when that discrepancy was investigated, the employee had been overpaid for 10 years and faced an overpayment of £20,000. And this is despite the agreement that the overpayment was not the fault of the employee and had been a genuine error of the employer. So we've got two different cases here. Our employee, he moved to a completely different job. So he did not have a variation of contract. But in the example that we found, here is an employee who came back from maternity leave varied her same contract to change the terms and conditions and took less working hours and assumed the employer was paying her for the correct hours that she was working because she wouldn't know what the correct pay would be having varied her contract. Whereas our employee is more likely to know because he applied for a different job and it's assumed, would know what the salary was that he was expecting. And the employer could rightly argue that he would definitely know if he was paid less than the agreed salary for the role. And this distinction between the two examples is important. The female employee does have some wriggle room to argue against the overpayment being reclaimed from her. If your wages are altered, because you varied your contract and you are then given a rate of pay which becomes custom and practice for the employer to pay you and for you to receive that rate of pay. If it then comes to light that after a period of time, like in this case of 10 years, and the employer has continued to pay you at a rate that you have genuinely accepted as correct, you may have the right to challenge the employer's request that you should repay that money. For this female worker, the law is slightly more flexible in this interpretation than it is for our male worker. And it's more flexible when we are dealing with a contract that has been varied. If you go through a variation of your contract, and opportunities are missed by the employer to identify that your wages are incorrect. And then a significant period of time passes where the payments continue to be made, including pay rises. Then you, like this female worker, you may be in a position to argue that you are contractually entitled to be paid at the higher rate due to the contract being varied and the employer paying you at that varied rate in a custom and practice way. And the reason you can argue this position is because whilst the employer has the right to recover the overpayment of wages from the female worker, it may not be so easy for the employer to say that deducting any repayment from her wages is lawful because she has a varied contract. And because of the variation, she would be entitled to accept that rate of pay that the employer has paid. And that would be a legitimate position for the female worker to put forward. And if her employer still attempted to take that deduction, she would have the right to test the employer's right to do so in an employment tribunal. And she could argue that her employer is making an unlawful deduction from her wages.
the general position is that the employer will need to provide evidence when the overpayment was uncovered and what and when the employer did to recover the money from the female worker. And from the female worker's point of view, she could still argue that she believed she had been paid correctly because of the variation in the contract and that she spent that money in good faith. It would then be up to the tribunal to decide whether the employer is being reasonable in trying to recover the money from her. For our male worker with his four-year overpayment due to a change in roles, that's different. It is a change in job. There was a set salary when he applied for the job and the employer could rightly argue that he knew what that salary was and equally, had he been paid less than that salary, he would have queried it and expected the employer to meet the underpayment. So that's the difference between the two. Our listener didn't have a variation in his contract. He'd just been overpaid his monthly salary for four years. He says without his knowledge. So in his case, the overpayment is clear and the employer is within rights to make arrangements to deduct the overpayment from his salary. However, there is still an expectation that the employer will discuss the arrangements for the male employee to repay the money. And those discussions need to be fair to both parties since it's in everyone's interest to come up with a repayment arrangement that both the employer and the employee are happy with. It's useful to point out here that the employer will try and appear all authoritative about the overpayment and the arrangements to repay the money. But as we explained to our listener, even though the employer might feel that they are in the right to reclaim that money, this does not prevent the employee from submitting a grievance and having someone else look at the matter if he feels the terms of the repayment are harsh. The grounds for the grievance would be the length of time it has taken for the employer to notice the overpayment and the employee could use the grievance process to negotiate a better repayment rate for himself. The final point to make is that if you agree to a rate of repayment, that agreement stays in place for as long as you remain in the company. So don't be surprised if when you decide to leave, the employer makes a demand for you to repay all of the outstanding money before you leave the company. And don't be surprised if the employer seeks to recover that money from your last salary or at least your last two or three salaries going back, depending on how much money is owed. If you owe the money, but you can't afford to pay, or paying the money would leave you facing financial hardship, you need to speak to your employer as soon as possible to try and come to an agreement, which, for example, might allow you to pay the money back instalments even after you have left the employer's employment and gone on to work for someone else. On a final note, if you find that your employer has taken money from your pay that you feel should not have been deducted and may be an unlawful deduction, 
please refer to episode 42 of the podcast for further information and advice about what you can do. Remember that you can refer to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast for help with making a complaint at work. We've included some handy grievance help documents with this episode, which you can access using the download links in the show notes. And that's it for this week. We hope you find something useful you can work with. And please remember to access the grievance support documents at the end of the show notes. If you like what we are doing, remember to like, share and subscribe to our content and to leave us a review, which will help us to advertise the podcast. Until next week, thanks for listening and have a great week.